Welcome to EQ Conversations, the podcast that delves into the fascinating world of emotional intelligence and empathy with your host, Dr. Raheem Lay. He will provide you with extraordinary content on these crucial aspects of human interaction and more. It's time to cultivate your emotional intelligence. Here's Dr. Lay. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the first episode of EQ Conversations. Here we are embarking on this fascinating, remarkable skill known as emotional intelligence or EQ. I am your host, Dr. Lay. I am a licensed clinical social worker by discipline, a psychotherapist, um, and I've dedicated a lot of my time, my energy, into improving the lives of both military veterans and many others. Uh, I am a 20-year vet uh, with the military, 22 years if you include my reserve time. Um, But today, today I want to introduce you to the world of emotional intelligence and shed light on why it should serve as the cornerstone of every individual's life. Okay, but before we dive into emotional intelligence, I do want to just share a little bit about me um, and how I came to be in a position that I am now. Um, but I, I I grew up in Newark, New Jersey, the Brick City. Um, I don't know if it's actually still called the Brick City. They may have changed that because Newark, in and of itself, has changed for the better. I believe. Uh, So I'm not sure they still call it the Brick City, but I'm a Gen X and we refer to it as the Brick City. And so that is home for me. Uh, Raised single parent household, had plenty of cousins and family and support around me. Uh, Was not raised by my mom and dad, raised by my mom's sister. And so um, life, life um, really made it difficult, if you will, for my mom and dad to being my me and my brother's lives Um, but nevertheless I made a conscious choice to persevere and focus on becoming um, a product of my environment rather than succumbing to the circumstances surrounding me right and so throughout my journey I had the opportunity you know, to study at the University of Mississippi, Ole Miss, hotty toddy for my Mississippi people. Um, as a student athlete on the track and field, athlete, you know, I had an athletic scholarship. Um, but following the completion of my undergraduate studies, I did enlist into the Army um, as an infantryman, taking on various occupational specialties. And, you know, during that time, I challenged myself um, going through um, rigorous challenges like ranger school, airborne, air assault. Let me tell you, air assault, well, you know what? This is not the platform for that, but air assault is no joke. Um, but after my first uh, uh, stint in the in the Army, I did decide to return back to the academic world and pursue my master's in clinical social work from the University of Tennessee. Um, College of Social Work there. Had a great time, um, good support staff and everything. 
Um, I held a strong interest in advocacy and a deep desire to make a positive impact in society. So when I had to choose my major, going back to my undergraduate, was such an interesting cause, uh, story because when choosing my major and just being put on the spot as far as what are you going to major in and and I'm sitting there like, I don't know. And then and the first thing that came to mind was social work. And, and, and before you all, you know, whoever's listening, before you trip out, it's like, what? For a guy? Because let's face it, social work is not the um, ideal profession for a lot of men. Men are not um, quick to go into that field. Uh, but I am going to be using this platform to not only promote more male engagement in the field of social work, um, majoring in the field of social work, but becoming psychotherapists as well, because I really do think that we um, we're missing our footprint in this in this uh, field of work. But I told you I grew up with my aunt, and in North New Jersey, uh, back in the seventies and eighties, uh, if you were not raised by your biological mom and dad, um, if I understand it correctly, the state will still put you in foster care you will still be under the foster care guidance even though you're living with extended family but um what does this have to do with social work well we were given my brother and i were given a social worker we had a couple of them in a, in a span of like a decade maybe a little bit more than a decade uh and these individuals will come into our lives and and pretty much just kind of monitor us if you will making sure that our quality of life was good and I just remember them introducing themselves and representing themselves as social workers so that was the first profession my my, my aunt was a home health nurse um, but that was the first profession that I constantly um, learned from I guess you would say uh, that people were very impactful the social workers that were in my life were very impactful so yes fast forward to my my uh, orientation um, orientation day and figuring out what I'm going to major in social work just came to mind uh, so uh, I quickly learned that it's really important during that time uh, after I graduated even though I was in the army and I was enlisted I wasn't doing anything in the field of social work but I did learn early on that okay in order to have a, an impact in social work you really do have to go back and get your master's so I did go enroll back into school went to University of Tennessee the Bleeding Orange kept it in the SEC um, and I got my master's there um, soon after I went and got licensed um, I did however after graduate school I did jump back into the well I went from ready reserve to active duty army ended up deploying I actually ran into social workers down there who were mental health providers they went to Air Force and I'm like wow I didn't even know Air Force had social workers um, and so they put me in contact with a recruiter lo and behold yes I get commissioned as an officer in the Air Force uh, as a clinician so um, so that was that that was my my introduction into the field of psychotherapy and and really it transitioned my life greatly um, um, throughout my military experience you know you go through leadership you you're seeing patients you're trying to do uh, 
the good, if you will, when it comes to you want to do right by other military members, their families. Um, but I did step up and, and take on another challenge, uh, which I went back and got my doctorate. Now, I didn't stay in the SEC. <laughs> I ended up going to the University of Southern California and completing my doctorate in social work. And throughout my research um, experience in the doctoral program, I really focused a lot on empathy and the impact, the power of empathy as it relates to uh, establishing greater intergroup contact um, with two groups from different different parts, you know, coming together and learning how to understand and get along with one another. And out of that empathy, emotional intelligence then became uh, a second interest of mine. And I realized that as a clinician, as a military officer, and having my fair share of poor relationship management, I knew that I was missing some critical pieces in my life, in my development, and they were rooted in empathy and emotional intelligence. And there may be some of you out there who can relate. You know, you may be going through things at work or realizing that your relationships are not as successful. Um, you've had a lot of failed relationships. And a lot of the times it's it's a lot of our inability to manage our own emotions. Right. So um, uh, I think that this conversation needs to be had. And along with talking about emotional intelligence, we are going to be speaking to a lot of experts in the field of emotional intelligence and empathy. And we're going to, you know, you're going to get to see these interviews. If you want to see the video footage of these interviews, you can follow my YouTube channel at AQ Conversations. Um, I'm also on IG. I'm also on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn uh, with EQ Conversations. LinkedIn is is Raheem Lay, but, um, but all the other social media platforms, um, you can find this footage on EQ conversations. Okay. And so my vision for this platform is just expanding. I really do want to expand beyond just the podcast. Um, I, I already created some courses related to empathy and emotional intelligence. I'm finalizing an academy that's dedicated to managing emotions naturally, also known as MEN. That's the acronym where I focus on improving the emotional intelligence and empathy foundation for young boys as young as 14, all the way up in, in um, uh, adult men. Um, I do feel like men, uh, we have a responsibility uh, to society to be the best version of ourselves. And I think with emotional intelligence and empathy, that'd be a great foundational place to start. Okay. Um, and with that foundation being solid, you can't go nowhere but up. But I am expanding that and looking at, um, of course, being just as inclusive, if you will, uh, by by focusing on women as well. Because uh, I think any and every one of us can stand from benefiting from emotional intelligence and empathy. So, but but right now, my target audience um, that I've been at least gearing my academy towards is focusing on on men at that time at this time but i have so much other material that's going to be coming out that's going to be dropping soon um very soon 
Um, uh, I also have a book entitled Empathy Has No Rank. That's going to be dropping September 18th, Air Force birthday of this year. Um, and in this book, I really focus on uh, the employment of empathy, whether it's a leadership of many or leadership of yourself. Um, and knowing that regardless of what rank, and it doesn't have to be just military, uh, even though I do reference a lot of military um, examples in, in this book, but it can be in any leadership or any organization, um, in the academic institutions, um, all the way up to CEOs, you know, or, or um, you know, uh, individuals who are just wanting to learn and, and have the opportunity to um, to learn about different skills when it comes to being a, a, an effective communicator, um, being more understanding with individuals, learning social cues, learning how to read rooms, learning how to manage relationships. Um, but the main thing is, is, is learning how to understand not only your emotions, but the emotions of others. Um, I think that that's where our strength will lie when it comes to improving the overall relationship um, in, in, you know, in society. So, but that's where I'm headed with this. Um, and the podcast is just a piece of it, right? So we want to, you know, discovering that power of emotional intelligence and empathy, um, it really was just the beginning for me. Um, the more I delved into the studies, the stronger the connection became between the necessity of emotional intelligence in our society. And so, you know, and in fact, I, I would argue that EQ may surpass IQ in terms of determining an individual's impact on society. I, I, it, it, EQ is either equal to or greater than IQ, right? Now, you may be wondering what exactly is emotional intelligence and why is it so crucial? But let's let's engage in that conversation for a second, right? And explore the incredible benefits of developing emotional intelligence in our everyday lives. And so throughout this podcast series, we will delve into practical tools and strategies that you can utilize to enhance your emotional intelligence and lead a more fulfilling, you know, a fulfilling life. Um, but I want to discuss with you the importance of uh, all of us focusing on enhancing our emotional intelligence skills. And so you might be asking, like, what is emotional intelligence and why should I care about it? And I just want to break down some reasons as to why you should and why this should be a priority in your life. First of all, emotional intelligence, often referred to as EQ, it encompasses our ability to understand and, and manage our own emotions while effectively navigating the emotions of others. Okay, so it entails being aware of our own feelings, recognizing them in others, and and utilizing that awareness to guide our thoughts and you know essentially our actions. Okay, now you may be thinking like, why should I bother with emotional intelligence? I'm doing just fine uh, without it. And many are, you know, many are, many are managing, many are using emotional intelligence skills and don't even know it, you know, which I think is a, I mean, of course, it's a benefit. That means that somebody taught them how to um, respond appropriately, if you will, to their emotions when dealing with other people. 
right? But allow me to assure you that the developing by developing you know your emotional intelligence. Um, you can have a profound impact on various aspects of your life. And so um, here, just a few reasons. First and foremost, emotional intelligence, it enriches your relationships, okay? Whether it's your personal connections with loved ones, and that can be friendship, that can be your professional, you know, or your professional associations. It's just understanding and managing emotions play a pivotal role. So when you possess a high EQ, uh, EQ, you can empathize with others more effectively. You can communicate with clarity. You can forge deeper connections. And I think essentially that's what we're literally looking for. I think we have a lot of different outbursts and 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 um, emotional expression, if you will, that's causing significant pain, not only to ourselves, but to others, right? But I want you to become attuned to the needs and emotions of those around you, you know, and EQ can help you foster that trust. It can help you foster a better understanding and it can all, and it can help you establish healthier, you know, interactions. And so emotional intelligence, it's like it's, it's significantly, well, it contributes to your personal well-being. Right. So when you are tuned in with your emotions, you can better manage your own stress level. You can actually handle conflict constructively and you can make more informed decisions. Right. So by comprehending, you know, your own emotional triggers and patterns, you gain a greater control over your reaction. And, you know, honestly, you can approach challenges with a composed mindset. And I think being able to control your reaction to things is pivotal when it comes to relationships. Okay. But also in the workplace, you know, I think the workplace is another realm where emotional intelligence shines brightly. And that's honestly, honestly, where I um, got exposed, if you will, to emotional intelligence or the lack of, excuse me, the lack of emotional intelligence in myself was in the work environment. Right. So employers um, who highly value individuals with strong EQ because they tend to be exceptional team players. They tend to be effective leaders and they tend to really have good skills in communicating. Right. Something I just did not have. And so when you possess emotional intelligence, you are more likely to actively listen. You are more likely to diplomatically resolve conflicts. Right. And, and you are more likely to collaborate with colleagues. Um, and, and, and so these skills not only foster your professional growth, but also contribute to a positive, productive work environment. And then, I, you know, just to go a little bit further with that, emotional intelligence also fosters resilience. Right. Life man life can be so tough on us we 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 experience these ups and downs and when having an, a, a high eq enables us to bounce back from setbacks more swiftly and that's really what it boils down to we have to get back on track as quickly as possible because life is not going to be at a standstill right so you develop the ability to adapt to change you embrace challenges as opportunities for growth and you maintain positive you know outlook even in the face of, uh, of uh, adversity, okay? So this resilience empowers you to overcome obstacles 
and continue moving forward with determination and quite frankly grace so you know i mean that's the that's the short and sweet but as you can see there are a uh my rate benefits if you will to to focusing on enhancing your emotional intelligence skills so they they positively impact your relationships your personal well-being as we stated like your professional success and then your overall resilience right so it's a lifelong journey of self-awareness of empathy and and just continuous growth and i think at the end of the day we all want that continuous growth we want to see that we're better today than we were yesterday and so i need you to remember that emotional intelligence isn't about suppressing or uh disregarding emotions but it is more about understanding and again and acknowledging and channeling them in a manner that aligns with your greater goals right so you know let's wholeheartedly embrace the power of eq and and let's start to unlock our full potential you know in every facet of our lives So thank you for joining me um, on this introduction of EQ Conversations. Um, I'm trying to keep my, um, trying to keep each session under 30 minutes um, because I can just go, but I want to try to space myself out really and not get, um, not get too inundated with so much information um, because I a lot of stuff is in my head but a lot of stuff is written down and it's just you know I gotta figure those things out but I I do thank you for listening if you're <clears throat> excuse me if you are still listening to the end I, I appreciate your your time and attention I hope that this uh, podcast can be enlightening to you um, and I really do hope that um, you come away learning something feeling inspired to employ these skills um in the next episode i will be talking about self-awareness um i'm going to break down self-awareness why it's important how it's very impactful in our lives um and share some examples as well uh and then once we start getting into interviews with um experts excuse me i'm going to um I, I think that we all will come away uh, with these skills and be ready to employ a lot of these skills uh, in the future, you know, uh, so that, again, today can be better than yesterday. Right. So until next time, keep exploring, learning and growing um, on your EQ journey. Right. Thank you for tuning in to EQ Conversations with Dr. Raheem Lay and embarking on this transformative journey with us. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes where we'll dive deeper into the fascinating world of emotional intelligence and empathy. Until next time, remember to be kind to yourself and others and always strive to cultivate your emotional intelligence.